what's the that last sort of four months since we last chatted been like? Well, much the same, really, to be honest. Um, I mean, we are extremely busy, as you can imagine. And I think we're all gearing ourselves up for this time of year because it, not only is it a, a festive season, as we all know, but, of course, it brings all sorts of memories and all yeah. sorts of other problems to the fore. And so um, we're really prepared for that. And, and really, if I could sort of start by saying... You know, we're always here, the Samaritans, and whatever you're facing or going through, a Samaritan yeah. will face it with you. Um, and, and that's the thing, Chris, isn't it? Because this time of year, for some people, people do dread it, don't they? Oh, they do indeed. I mean, a lot of people have perhaps lost a loved one during the course of the year. Um, there might be difficulties financially, all sorts of things. Um, some people may be spending Christmas on their own. And, uh, you know, even to people who are on their own, I would say do pick the phone up and have a chat. I mean, that's why we're there. And if you're really lonely and having the day on your own, there's always going to be somebody there over the Christmas period, including, you know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, um, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. We're, we're there 24 hours, seven days a week throughout the entire year. So please make use of our services. And uh, I, again, I reiterate, it's rather like a sort of gramophone needle stuck in the groove. Uh, you don't have to be suicidal to phone us. Um, we would far rather you phoned us when you're experiencing some difficulties, have a chat before things begin to spiral out of control. I, I, I really put that in front of everybody um, because there is still that misconception out there. And I was talking to somebody a little while ago um, and they said, you, you know, is it just suicidal people who phone you? And, and it's not. It's anybody who's got any little concern going on. Um, there is somebody there to listen and to share it with you. And, and hopefully by talking it through, you might be able to find a path for them. Um, and, and that's really what it's all about. And I do urge people to, you know, really take that to heart. The invitation is there. 116123, free phone number. Um, you're not limited to the amount of time you want to spend with us. Just just pick up the phone and have a chat. It, it really is important. And it is, isn't it? Because obviously, as we said, you know, Christmas, people do dread it. And, and I'm guessing it's... Uh, it can bring about bad you know, feelings, emotions for people, yes. can't it? Yes, it can. And I, I mean, it might very well be that you've got people coming around for Christmas and maybe things don't work out as you expect them mm -hmm. to do so. And, 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 you know, there are all sorts of frictions that occur and all sorts of things. We're human after all. Um, we can't get on with everybody all the time. Not, nobody's expecting us to do that. But there is a safety valve, I would suggest, in the Samaritans. And for goodness sake, do pick the phone up and, and, and try and diffuse the situation, if you like, and just talk it through with us. And, and we're more than happy uh, to talk. And, of course, it's confidential. Um, we're not going to judge anybody. Um, and we're a, a really good listening service. So please, please avail yourselves of our service. That's what I'm really saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the cost of living crisis continues to bite people, doesn't it? It, it, it really does. Um, I, I, I think, you know, we, we hear about this awful pressure of got to buy this, got to buy that, and mm. everything is on the television and radio and goodness knows where, you know, pushing things in our direction. And um, it, it is huge pressure. There, there's no doubt about it. And one begins to get a bit overwhelmed. I think that's putting it very mildly. Uh, things can really spiral out of control um, and, and, unless you, you've got that added yeah. support. And I think if you're on your own, things can get out of control. Um, you know, there's nobody there to sound off against or talk things through with, you know, and it, it, it's important to share that sort of anxiety, whatever it might be, with us.
And has um, your sort of call volume increased this year, Chris? Well, um, it, it, it's been very static as far as we're concerned. Right. It's quite difficult to gauge, actually, Chris, because the system we run is that um, we have a sort of daisy wheel, if you like, and with all our 201 centres um, open all the time, um, whenever a call comes through, that's funneled through to the next available volunteer. So as far as we're concerned from a an individual branch, um, it, the volume is huge. I mean, we are taking uh, thousands of calls each year. I think I think it was about something like 30,000 calls we took last year. Um, and, you know, every three, four seconds, uh, the phone will go somewhere within our branches, somebody wanting to have a chat. And it's, uh, you know, it, it's a full service. It, it really goes all the time. And I think, as, if I can remember rightly, there wasn't a single second last year when somebody wasn't involved in a conversation. Uh, so it, it really is absolutely enormous. When um, you talk about Volunteers Day, Chris, I mean, how mm, many of you is there at, at any one time? Right. Well, <clears throat> anybody um, in the branches, it can, can be two or three people in per branch. Mm. Um, but at any one time, we're talking in terms of four, six hundred people like that at any one moment. Um, but there are something like 20,000 volunteers wow. dotted throughout the country to draw on. So we've got a big pool. We're always after others, don't get me wrong. And uh, perhaps we can just sort of direct people towards our website page. If you type in uh, Portsmouth Samaritans, have a look at our front page, scroll more or less down to the bottom, you'll find there are two sections. One is volunteer at this branch. Um, if you click on there, it'll give you a lot of background as to what we do, what sort of people we're looking at, um, the other side, by the way, says donate to this branch. You might be tempted to stray into that bear. Who knows? <laughs> um, I'm not pushing anything. But um, what I would say is, you know, do have a look at yeah. uh, volunteering if, if that, um, you know, a- appeals to you. And I'll come back to that a little bit earlier, uh, later on, rather. But one thing I would like to promote, Chris, if I may, is our new campaign that's coming up in the new year, which is Small Talk Saves Lives. Now, we've done this before. Um, it's something that is done in partnership with Network Rail, uh, and I'm a great advocate for this, I must admit, because that's part of my job down in the branch, um, linking up with Network Rail. Uh, so it's done in partnership with them, and also it's done in partnership with British Transport Police and the wider rail industry. And, and what it really means is that um, if you see somebody in difficulty, in distress, or looking isolated, to go and have a chat with them. Now, easier said than done. Um, And if you think someone might need help, well, trust your instincts and and start a small conversation. And it could save a life. Um, And the reason why we're doing this is because if there is somebody who does look a little bit isolated or uh, is behaving in a slightly strange way for one reason or another, go and have a word if you possibly can. Now, I know there are something like 50% of adults in this country that would feel a little uncomfortable, shall we say, at speaking to somebody that they know in or they don't know in public um, if they're concerned about them. And I would say there are some tips that I can give that, that, that might help people on their way to intercepting somebody and interrupting their perhaps suicidal thoughts. Um, and, yes, I, I'm, I'm in agreement. It's normal to feel anxious about starting a conversation and making small talk with somebody you don't even know. Um, you might be worried about what to say, whether you're going to say the right thing or whether you're going to say the wrong thing. Uh, But it's having that confidence to act could actually save a life. Um, So, I mean, moving on, what what sort of things would you be looking for? 
Um, well, signs to look out for are they might look distant or withdrawn or upset. Um, they might appear restless or agitated or even tearful. And they might be sitting or standing alone or in an isolated place. And all I would say is trust your instincts. If someone looks out of place, as I've just described, or is acting strangely or you just feel like something isn't quite right, uh, try and start a conversation. Now, the next question, I suppose, is, well, what do I say? How do I get started? Um, well, what we try to encourage people to do is to ask a simple question, start off with a simple one or an observation. Um, for example, do you know where I can go and get a coffee? Or isn't this weather awful? You know, and, and, and it's a little comment like that can, that can quite often break somebody's concentration um, if they're concentrating on suicidal thoughts. But what we try to do is to approach with an open and calm body language. Um, go with your arms unfolded, for example. Little things like this. Um, mm. Introduce yourself if you feel that's appropriate and ask their name. Um, ask if they're okay and if they need help. And perhaps make a small comment, for example, as I just mentioned, you know, where can I get a coffee or what time is it or isn't this weather dreadful, you know, what, 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 something like that to just initiate something in that way. Um, and then I think the next thing to do is the question, I suppose, is what, what do I do next? Well, it might be appropriate to try and move the person away from a dangerous location. Now, that's a little bit tricky. And one of the things that I would certainly not say to people is actually physically grab hold of them, because, I mean, that opens another can of worms. Yes, yes. Um, that, that's, you're really looking at perhaps, you know, assault, if you like. It could be interpreted in that way. So encourage them to move away from a place of danger. It might be on the edge of a platform on a mm. railway station. Certainly don't grab hold of them. Um, that's some, something we certainly wouldn't encourage. I mean, if they were to do the awful thing and jump in, in, in the path of a train, you don't want to be carried along with them. No. I mean, you know, that's a, a yes. fairly obvious point, but something that we would certainly advocate you don't do. Um, and if they're standing, ask if they'd like to sit down somewhere quiet, somewhere without distractions. But I think the thing is, ask some open questions that don't require an answer yes or no. How are you feeling? You look a little bit upset. What's on your mind? Things like that that don't require a yes nor no answer. Um, so you're almost often, teasing it out of them, aren't you, really? Well, well you are. And, yeah. and, and I think the thing is, you know, just to listen to what they have to say. Yes. And sometimes it ha ha helps just to repeat that back to them. Oh, well, well I, I'm, I'm worried about my parents or I'm worried about a girlfriend or a boyfriend or I'm worried about my job. Oh, you're worried about your job. Why are you worried about your job? What, what, what seems to be the problem? Mm. That's what we would call an open question. It's not closed. It doesn't require a, a yes-no answer. So little things like that. I mean, this is really geared to the railway industry, but we're encouraging people to use that same approach outside in everyday life. Um, and, you know, if you're not comfortable in doing that, well, don't do it or... Find somebody else if you're really concerned about a person who could perhaps do it with you or instead of you. Um, and but the most important thing in all of that is looking after yourself. Uh, don't put yourself in a dangerous position. And if you don't feel comfortable, as I've just said, you know, talk about um, or think about engaging somebody else to come along with you um, and, and say, look, I'm rather concerned with this person at the end of the platform here. Railway staff, by the way, are trained by us. There's something like about 30,000 network rail staff who have currently been trained by us, so they know what to do, how to handle a situation. So you would not be alone in that mm -hmm. environment. Um, 
in other locations, well, look out for somebody who perhaps might be in a responsible position. Please, um, it might be somebody in, in the town you could talk to uh, to go up with you and, and, and have a word with this person. Um, and, and, and that's really quite important. But don't put yourself in a dangerous position or a difficult position that you don't feel comfortable with. And I'm guessing, yeah. Chris, that this is one of your busiest times of the year? It is. It is indeed. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to just sort of move it round a little bit further, um, with a, a festive occasion, if you're looking for any last-minute gifts, can I just mention Sam's Place, our charity shop down in Southsea? Oh, do you know, well, that was seamless, Chris. <laughs> Absolutely crafty, seamless. Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have um, thought I talked you into that? <laughs> well, there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> what a wonderful double act we made. Oh, yes. I tell you, yes. it's the name. <laughs> it's, it's the name. Um, Six Grove Road South in South Sea. Uh, Sam's Place is our um, wonderful charity shop. Well, it's more than a charity shop. It's it's a community hub, and they have some fabulous things in there. Um, so if you're looking for that last-minute gift or even a treat for yourself, go and have a look in there. It really is absolutely superb. Wonderful, welcoming staff, and uh, I, I, I can't push that enough, really. But the last little thing that I think I can just squeeze in, if I may, is one of our other outreach aspects, besides Network Rail that I'm involved in, is veterans' outreach support. Um, and as it says, it is supporting veterans from the armed services. Um, and I get involved in that once a month through Samaritans, of course, um, and we meet at the Royal Maritime Club in Queen Street on the first Wednesday of each month. Um, there are something like 30 to 40 service providers there for veterans and their families, um, dealing with all sorts of things, mental health, finance, you name it. Uh, there's a wonderful wealth of, of support down there, including us. Uh, we, we attend as well, so if anybody is, is um, having difficulties, they are obviously free to come and talk to us at any time during that session. Um, it's on a Wednesday, first Wednesday of the month, I say, between two in the afternoon and five in the afternoon, so three hours, um, and we're there every single month. Uh, but it really is a well worthwhile um, program to, to, to flag up, really, for veterans and their partners and families, um, and there's a wealth of support there. Do have a look at their website. It really is incredible. Um, and uh, I, I push that on, on their behalf as well. It yeah. really is superb. Yeah. But we are very much involved with their scheme too. It is. It's, it's tough for veterans. We hear a lot of that, of course. We, we, we we've do. chatted about it before. And, we uh, have indeed. Yeah, and it's uh, particularly poignant around these parts, of course, with the, uh, the Navy being here yes. in this area. Absolutely. Uh, very poignant indeed as well. Yeah. They have go through in, in terms of conflict and, and what have you. But, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Busy time, uh, as we said, Chris, uh, as it is all year round, but more so particularly at Christmas. If people do find themselves in a situation or just want somebody to talk to, Chris, yes. how can they do that, just yes. to recap? Well, just to recap, um, if, if you find yourselves going through difficulties, doesn't matter how trivial it is, even if you might be on your own during Christmas and wanting to hear a voice at the end of the phone, pick up the phone, 116123. It's a free phone number. You will not be limited to the amount of time that you have. There's always going to be somebody there at the end of the line, even on Christmas Day, as I've said before, and throughout the festive period. So please do um, avail yourself of our services. It, it, it would be great to talk to people. 
um, and um, you know, just to share the time, sure. um, it, it is useful, and, and it certainly just helps people through the day. We're out of time, Chris. A pleasure as always, sir. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on in 2023 as well. It's always well, great to, to chat to you, and uh, I know we've spoken a couple of times this year, but it's been, been great, and I know, Lovely. and I'm sure, hopefully, we've helped people along the way as well, uh, well in that. And thank you for your kindness in, in letting us do that. I really appreciate it. But it's a pleasure. Have a, have a happy Christmas, Chris. And, and to uh, you. And we'll yes. talk in a new year. All right, we'll Super catch up again.